0: ladies and gentlemen it's a celebration get the red panties out it's a birthday episode Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, from far and wide, and from coast to coast to coast, welcome to episode. Um, no, this isn't going to be a title episode. This is not going to be a numbered episode. This is the birthday special episode. How are you? How is it? Come on, have you? Been? It's my birthday. Okay, I know. You know what? What kind of self-centered, narcissistic asshole, heliocentric bullshit is this? I don't know. Look, any occasion is a good ep- is a good occasion to post an episode. Talk about things, me, you, how are you? Listen, happy to be here as always. Bring you this episode from my piece of shit apartment located on the Plateau Mont Royal. Beautiful historic. There's there's Victorian architecture and shit. That's why I'm paying a premium every goddamn month for my fucking rent they're hiking it up again listen today's today's episode is gonna be i don't know if it's gonna be one for the ages but i'm in a fucking mood I'm, I'm, i'm gonna be i'm gonna be real i've been under attack for the last few weeks i don't know what the fuck's going on in this world all right every fucking day whether it's customers whether it's my landlord whether it's you know externalities there's just People are, are just fucking I'm in I'm in people's crosshairs. You know when you're playing a video game and you see someone's head and you just want to boom! You know what I mean? That's that's how I'm feeling. And listen, today's episode might be an introductory episode to some people. I'ma promote the fuck out of it. Fuck it! It's my birthday, right? We can't celebrate together. Every year on my birthday, there's a there's a there's a proper celly. You know what I mean? We've just scored a hattie, that kind of celly. We're all happy and proud. Won the chip. Look. I'm I'm just gonna I'm just gonna go off, man. There's no script for today's episode. This is gonna be all from the heart. This is pure and simple digressions. This is Johnny C. that is purest. So welcome to this episode. First things first. Why are you talking shit about your apartment? Very simple. As you guys may or may know, may may or may not know. I mean, for all my Quebec peeps, y'all already know this drill. But for all my friends that are across the world, in Quebec we have this tradition, right? Where. Uh, you know, it, it, it doesn't, it's not a, it's not a, we have a tradition when it comes down to leases, right? To, to, um, to a full, you know, apartment or to whatever you're renting, right? Leases are, are, are part of a tradition here in Quebec. Now, let me explain. I'm rambling, I'm rambling. I know, I'm just excited. I'm just this excited. Bro, this morning, I went, I woke up early, right before my, my shift started at work. I walked... I got, I got pinched by one of these ads, bro. I got... I I just bit so hard into that Timmy's ad. Because I had a craving... You know those, like, those, like, um those birthday cake uh, um Timbits? I'm going to go back tomorrow morning just for the fuck of it. Because it's my birthday and I can do it. But uh, tomorrow morning is today, 27th. Okay, I apologize. All right, I'm, I'm, I'm forecasting future, okay? But I went to Tim Hortons, the one that's on Zupac. Okay, I don't know if you guys know this one. But... It is that area of Montreal, like Du Parc, Sherbrooke, you know, McGill Ghetto meets downtown meets, you know, just weird clusterfuck of people you just don't invite over for Christmas, you know what I mean? And, um, not that it's relevant to anything to my story, I just have to, you know, spice it up a little, little fucking, little cinnamon and that shit. So I go there and I saw this ad, I don't know if you saw it too, but of the new uh, Corset Café, Café Fonse Corset of uh of Timmy's, right? Apparently this is new velouté blah, blah. bro I had anxiety the entire fucking day. I don't know what the fuck they put in those beans. I put my I put one milk and one sugar. I, I usually like my coffee black, not gonna lie. The good coffee, right? If I go to dispatch, if I go to you know a little I used to go to Brillerie Saint Denis, but I honestly I went there last time and I asked this girl if I could have like this I, I told her exactly what, she want, what I wanted, and I got this French roast bullshit. Like, French people don't know how to make coffee. It's as simple as that. Espresso, sure. Not hard to fucking do. Pastries, all kinds of other shit, no problem. Coffee, yes, suck. I'm not mad. Are you mad? I'm not mad. I'm doing fine. I'm fucking perfectly fine, bro. There's nothing to worry about. So so I went to get that stupid coffee. I got a medium, bro. I started shaking during my work shift. I I, I drink, co- dude. You know me, you know Ja. I, I drink my coffee. Right? I drink my coffee, but with time, dude, and, and the fact you know I have ADD. That this isn't a secret. I've had it. You know I've I've been dealing with this my whole fucking life. Um. Every episode. Every episode. Every frequency of every episode is just living proof of of, of what my head is like. But listen, hey, you're just here for the ride. You're not even paying a cent for this. Or maybe you are. Which in this case, I'd be very, you know, it's awesome. You know, you're supporting, you're not supporting me. I'm not getting paid. Whatever. Fuck. Why are you taking me off the trail of my story? Anyway, so coffee. So anyway, this, today, today has been a weird day. Uh, just today. I'm, 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 I'm still speaking in the, in the future. Okay, today, I gotta, I gotta, I set my mindset. We are the 27th of January. It's my birthday. Boom. Let's go, baby! I had a surprise, bro. I had a really big surprise that I completely blew. Um, I'll share it with you because now it's just a question of time. I've been teasing it for a long time, but I I, I wanted to do a live stream uh, for my birthday. Uh, I was going to do my first uh, stream on Twitch and uh, just hang out straight up. Just either watch some videos on YouTube, you know, shoot the shit have everyone join and have a good time, you know, just kind of entertain, you know, because that's what I love doing, that's that's literally the only thing I love doing, uh, and, and it's like being, you know, I like being the center of attention, I'm a single child, bro, I, I need to have that single child syndrome somewhere, right? I don't really think I'm narcissistic, I think everyone is, right, to a certain degree, it's like my mama always said, you know, everyone's a little bit of everything, it's fucking true though, and uh, I digress, yeah, so, so, <laughs> man oh 20 fucking years old wow shit eh time flies no I didn't I didn't didn't realize this but growing up you know how you, you, you you never people tell you they give you advice right the older generations they always tell you advice when you're a teenager you're just kind of like in this mood right everyone just go fuck yourself right I know better than you I'm a teenager you know I finally like my third nut finally dropped you know here we go I'm a man now and um, it's it's very easy, I find, to be defiant if you don't trust the people that are around you. If you don't trust the, I don't want to sound like a like a like an Elder Scrolls here, but like really, like if you're if if you're older, I don't want to say mentors, but you know, if your surroundings, right, your cousins, your uncles, your your parents, whatever. If you don't have full trust in them, right? Sometimes or most often than none, every time they talk, you're going to be like you know, you're not going to give a shit, it's going to fall on deaf ears, you're just going to go about your own day and be like, eh, hey, ma, ma calice, big, je décalice, c'est quoi ça, so big? And, 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 and I, I never believed the ever-ending um, stigma, or, or the quote of centuries that always says that your 20s will always go by in a flash. And um, I'm still in my 20s, which is, a, I guess, a relief. But at the same time, I think it's 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 a bit of a of a dual-edged sword for someone that's in my position. And um, let me get into depth. Let let me. We're taking a noise dive. This is where we're going. This is it. Um, I don't remember my twenties, bro. Straight up, obviously, I remember things that happened in my twenties, but I don't remember my twenties. And it's it's a bit frightening. At the same time, as it is a bit, you know eye-opening in a sense and i always felt that you know i don't know about you but when i was a kid I always told myself when i was like younger right when i was like 16 i was like oh man when i'm gonna be 24 uh, i'm probably gonna have my business you know i'm gonna be doing my shit and initially that was the vibe like i was always on the entrepreneurial side of things i always wanted to have my own thing but i don't know it's just like this whole lack of focus and lack of commitment that just never translated to anything like concrete right and um Damn, I went deep here, shit. Whoa, 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 hang on, hang on. We'll pump, pump the brakes. Um, <laughs> the 20s, bro. I feel like sometimes I, need, I I would love to talk to these kids. You know, all these idiots. Because I, I definitely believe, and this is bottom of my heart truth, man. And I'm sorry if you're hearing this and you're younger than 25 years old. But I, I do genuinely believe that until you're 25 years old, you are a cretin. You are stupid. You are dumb. You have no fucking clue what goes on in this world, the problem is, with that being said, right, I'm not going to be a hypocrite, because I I was exactly in that position, okay, so I, I, I agree, and you know how I knew, I knew that, that, that I was getting on the chiller side of things, when the parents of my friends started inviting people over, right, it wouldn't be like, yo, hey guys, we got the cottage for the weekend, let's get fucked up, it'd be like the parents saying like, hey, yo, if you guys want, the cottage is free, we're going to be there, but like, come party, that's a that's a step up, you know what I mean? That's like a, whoa, god tier. Like, you know, you're going to come, you're going to bring a bottle of scotch, right? You're going to make it warm, bring some vino, right? Say thank you kind of thing. You know, adult shit. It's not bad. It's good. It's good shit. But I feel like a lot of people, and I don't know about you, but I feel that for my 20s and for, I don't know, maybe it was the lack of, of I don't want to say surroundings, but you know, there's no excuses. I'm not trying to make excuses. It's just I feel like I wasn't ready for my twenties, and I don't know about you. And uh, I hope that you didn't, you weren't in the in the same boat, it, it sort of say. But you know, the twenties. I mean, my twenties are, are almost coming to an end, and I just, I just, I don't know. I don't feel like I've done shit. I feel like that's the prime, right? When you're twenty, you're young, you can grind, uh, and and I think the biggest thing I can. I can say to anyone that's listening to this, it's like, dude, if you're in your twenties, and you're, and you're, and you you have energy, you might not know where you're going. Dude, take a year, take six months, take a month, a week, a weekend, whatever it takes, for you to find your your goal. You know, like your direction. Exactly, what's what's that thing that makes you wake up in the morning? What's that thing that you can work on twenty four seven and just. Forget about everything else. It could be it could be something at school. It could be, you know, you could love making candles. I don't know what it is. Just if anything, I could say to anyone that's listening to this: It's you're in your twenties, dude. Figure it the fuck out, and I don't mean figure out your life plan. All right, I know how anxiety and how stressful this shit is. All right, dude. I'm I'm hitting. I'm gonna be thirty in 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 months, <laughs> but. It's, I wouldn't say it's, it scares me, but you start seeing the, um, the, the pressure starts to accumulate heavily, I find. And it's not pressure as much as external pressure, like people putting pressure on me. And again, I'm saying me of the capital M, right? I'm, I'm, you know, like project yourself in here. You know what I mean? Like just, just see yourself in here. It's like, you know, your, your, your parents telling you to do certain things, right? Certain career paths, all that. And that's one thing, but if you're anything like me the most the the hardest the hardest hurdle and the hardest thing to go through is seriously yourself like you're for me i can I can clearly say after all these years that I am my own number one enemy and it's something that's hard to say because it's I feel a lot of people are like this, but none of us really like to take accountability for it right we don't like looking at ourselves in a mirror we don't like Judging, well, sorry, we do look at ourselves in the mirror all the time, but sometimes we just pretend to not see what we're looking at, and that same thing applies in 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 other areas, right? Like if you start being lazy in certain areas, that's most probably going to translate into you being lazy in other areas. If you don't want to do certain things because of excuses and shitty reasons, most probably than not, you're going to do the exact same thing, you know, for other things that might need more importance, might you know would become what should be more prioritized and and yeah man just life lessons bro (laughs) straight up it's crazy it's nuts it's nuts to think that you know we're gonna obviously forget the pandemic part but like jesus fuck dude like uh man the the i don't know last 10 years man last i'm gonna say nine years fuck just gave it away Last nine years man have been have been a roller coaster man. And um it, another thing, another stereotype that um I didn't really believe growing up because I always thought that I was always going to have a lot of you know big grip, like great like great great is debatable, but a very large circle of friends. I can't fucking talk. This coffee has got me fucked up. <laughs> I'm yo I I literally can't talk like there's still residual caffeine interest in my fucking brain and it's just fucking with me (laughs) but um no yeah so the other thing I I always thought was um was a bit of a of a of a meme right because I thought it was uh, something that you could control and it's the amount of people that stick with you until a certain age right like if if you if you were to write down the amount of people you've met in your life that you had like little relationships with like just like you know maybe it was just like you know you met that person at a bar you met that person at the park you know with your boys whatever kind of like the second third degree people right there's thousands of thousands of thousands of people you've probably met that way but you know from like high school and on and even before that i always thought that i was just gonna have a huge group of friends right i was gonna play this entourage game kind of and just have like a bunch of people here and there and um That was a very naive thing for me to think. And uh, I'll tell you why. And it's not because I've met... You know, obviously I've met some good people. I've met some bad people. Uh, I've met some people that just weren't... You know, that were good people, but just weren't a match with me. Right? That just... It didn't click. Didn't vibe. Right? Um, But all in all, man, it's like... You realize with time... uh, I sound like a fucking old grumpy dude with just my little cane. Get off my phone! Long. but it's it's you notice that valuing close relationships becomes a lot more important than entertaining a big large group of relationships and it's a lot less time consuming and i'll tell you maybe i can share this story with you guys and it stems from this this um overly thinking mindset that i have and i've always had this even stemming back to like cafeteria days right there's nothing that gave me more anxiety in my entire fucking life than cafeterias i don't know if you remember this i know you do but but when you're a kid right and you're sitting down at lunch and um i i used to do this man like you know there's always the same group of friends i could always sit down with and like eat lunch with but i always overthought the living fuck out of my lunch breaks, so I would never calm down, right, I would just eat my food, and I would be stressed out, because I would think about what other people, like, other people would think of me, and obviously, back then, you know, you know, I've been, you know, I've been bullied about my, my whole fucking life, right, like, that, that's just a meme at this point, but, you know, when I was a kid, that really, that really sucked, and so, um, with, with time, I always told myself, you know what, like, for me to, Avoid that situation for me to avoid having to let's say just stick with one person during lunchtime and god forbid you know there's a dentist appointment I have to eat lunch alone I'm just gonna focus on having you know a lot of a lot of friends right and um, and it's and, and, you know time is really like a I was gonna say cheese grater <laughs> it's a really bad imagery but um, it is a bit like in Passoir I don't know what the fuck you call a strainer right it's like a strainer, but like the threads just keep getting tighter and tighter. And your friends are like water, right? At one point, it's just just a few that that go through, right? Does that does that work? Is that a good imagery? And um, and and yeah, man, it, it, it's overall, dude. Honestly, I gotta go back. Okay, I'm gonna move on. All right, I, I, I'm getting into topics here. I, I listen. I know some of you really wanted me to to touch some of these. I will trust me. We will do this together as a family. We'll hold hands. Fuck. Uh, it's just it's my episode. It's my birthday episode, baby, baby. Uh, let's go back over the weekend. Let's do a wrap up. Oh my god, dude, Conor McGregor, Conor McGregor. Yo, I'm not bad for the Irish. uh, The the meme. You remember when he had that 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 press conference and he's like, "Baby, it's a celebration. Get the red panties out. We made it." Um, I was I was. You know what I was? I was trying to do it. It didn't work. I I tried. See, see, sucky yourself. See. Bro, he got pumped in the second round. Y'all saw the highlights. I don't even know what do you do if you're Conor McGregor at this point. You have it all, bro, and and it was, shit. Was it Dana White? It was Dana White. This big, this big jockey douchebag. He said it best, man, and uh, you know I don't think he's a dumbass. Far from it. I think he's, I think he's a, he's a fuck. He's, he's a phenomenal entrepreneur. But one of the things that Dana White said and that makes a lot of sense is. You either it's either he, he gets hungry, or he retires. And think about it this way, right? Conor McGregor came out came out of Dublin. He was a plumber, uh, broke his shit, couldn't do anything. And now he has so much money that he can buy every every house he wants, every boat he wants, every car he wants. The entire the entire world is at his feet at this point, right? It, it doesn't take much from him to get whatever he wants. And as a fighter. As someone that needs that, the person to you know what I mean, like you need that, need that fire, that thing that really makes you tick and go psycho and just get in that ring and just start swinging your life away, right? Do you? How do you get that? Because at this point, you're, you're you turn into like this tamed little dog. You've achieved greatness. Now you're 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 starting to look like a like a washed up, you know, rag doll. Like, you know what I mean. And um, I love Conor McGregor. Don't get me wrong. Watching him fight. Watching his entire persona is is entertaining, and especially his his evolution as a, as a character. You might say, you know, he started off as like this, this wild west little Tasmanian devil, right, and just flipping off the entire world, doing whatever the fuck he wants. And uh, he got humbled by Khabib, and since then he's just been humble. But that's the problem; he's not Conor McGregor anymore. He's this new like Conor McSoft. You know what I mean? Like he's just a little little McFlurry. A little soft serve ice cream. That that's he turned into that. He used to be hard, you know. He used to be that praline ice cream, you know, with the nuts in there. Now it's just this soft, mushy little vanilla cone. Quote it, fuck. And um, but yes, dude. The big news over the weekend. Obviously, we had the Conor McGregor news. Uh, the news, the fight. Um, obviously, the Super Bowl is finally uh, is finally drawn out. We're gonna have the Tampa Bay Bucks. The Bucks. And, um, and the uh, the Kansas City Chiefs. Listen, I'm going to do a, uh, a a special episode on uh, the Super Bowl next week. So tune in. I'm going to go into details, analysis, predictions, yada, yada, yada. And uh, it's going to be a fun one. So stick around. Uh, so I'm not going to go too much into this. But at least we know the Super Bowl set. The Montreal Canadiens. Bleu, blanc, rouge, le club, le <clears throat> I'm a fucking singer, okay? Leave me the fuck alone. The Habs are fucking winning. Boys and girls, listen, I don't know if you knew this. I, I was very pessimistic in the offseason, all right? I didn't know, in my mind, you know, Marc Bergevin just took up the deck, shuffled it, you know, added a few cards in there. It's like a magic card game, right? You just you shuffle up and deal, you know? That's not magic at all. Magic is is a, is a sequential. Anyway, and... Uh, <clears throat> We got bits and pieces that start clicking together, start getting mashed up together. Everyone's working, all the chemistry as well. The kids are winning, bro, and they're winning. They're scoring goals. There's like four, or five goals a game. It's amazing. I'm really excited about the Montreal Canadiens season. The Leafs, however, suck. That's the best part about you know. I don't know if you if you if you've noticed if you've noticed this, but this year the the NHL looks a lot different. This year, the NHL is split up into four big divisions. They created the North, East, West, South division. Very fucking original. And uh, obviously, the North division is only Canadian teams. Whoever is in charge of marketing at the NHL, why the hell didn't you just call it the Canadian division? You're a dumbass. Here I said it, I hope it gets to you. It won't. But my opinion's out there. And so... We get to play great teams, right? We're the Montreal's coming right back. They just went on a stint in the West, slapped the Canucks, slapped the Oilers. They did get slapped by the by the by the Leafs, but like first game of the season, everyone's rusty. Five four. Who gives a shit, right? And we're coming back, baby. I'm not worried one bit. I, I will, I will, I will say this. All right, quote me on this. Ship it and send it. The Montreal Canadiens, the Bleu Blanc Rouge, the, the greatest, the greatest. Hockey franchise on this entire planet Is going to win the Canadian division this year Bucket I usually jinx myself I've only lost 50 bucks in betting last weekend Dude, I went nuts I was certain Certain That our boy Aaron Rodgers was going to pull through But no Matt LaFleur had to choke it Fourth and goal Or fourth second Whatever the fuck it was Late game, he field goals it uh, Aaron Rodgers not coming back. Not coming back. Anyway, let me get back to one of the first things I said. Fuck sports. No, fuck this. I'm doing whatever I want. You know what? I I need to vent, dude. Yo, my I don't know about I, I don't know if you have the same problem I have with my landlord. Okay, but my landlord is a passive aggressive sack of shit. And today today he sends me an email. He sent me an email about two weeks ago, um, telling me that rent is going to go up by $15 a month. Right. And, um, in that letter, he says, Oh, you have a month to confirm, uh, to confirm your answer. Now here's the trap, right? Cause in Quebec, you know, it's heavily regulated, uh, being in an apartment itself, you know, to get evicted from an apartment, it really takes a lot. And, um, uh, just the way he writes, you know what I mean? You know when you sense someone's energy just by, you know, not even, you know, in, in, a, in, a, in a regular email, right? Let's say you, you email uh, anyone. You're going to say, your heading is going to say bonjour, right? Your body paragraph, your your leading sentences, whatever. Everything is gonna be is going to be set up. But then at the end, you just say thank you or have a great day or cheers. I say, I said, cheers, that's me. I always say cheers. I don't know why. I'm just, you know, yo, chin chin, bro. And uh, that's it, right? But this dude, he just writes me one sentence at, at a time, except when it comes down to money. So, so I get this, I get this, uh, registered letter right through the mail, tells me my rent's going up by $15. And he, then he sends an email saying, Oh, uh, if you haven't received the email, if you haven't received the registered mail, cause it's like written that like you can't miss registered mail it doesn't exist. If you haven't received your registered mail, you know, just, uh, you just know you have uh, a month to answer, but here's the trap. Cause normally before July first, and again, wow! I didn't even go through with my with my Canadian story about moving. Shit! Wow, bro. So the holiday, okay? Let me wrap this up first. The holiday, if y'all didn't know, uh, for the rest of Canada, is that on July first in Quebec, this is moving day. So ninety fucking nine percent of every every uh, every lease that was signed in apartments ends on July first. I don't know why exactly it's a it's a Quebec thing, and it's not a coincidence that this also lands on Canada Day, right? Because we're in Quebec. Fuck you. We want to separate. On veut notre fucking pays, calis la belle province. Do you know what I mean? So it's it's be- There's beauty in this, right? Because on the twenty fourth of June, c'est la Saint Jean Baptiste. We all get fucking rowdy, and then a week later, that's when we move. It's beautiful. I mean, it's poetic. That's what beauty's for. And so, anyways, landlord sends me this letter, right? $15 more a month. I'm like, you know, for I you know, I love the place where I live. I, I I I don't say I love it. Sorry. I don't. I it's so loud. I'm no. You know, it's a great location. You know, if there was restaurants, bars, things to do in Montreal, this apartment would have been sick. So here's my dilemma. And here's why I need. I need some, I need some brains here. Cause you know me, I'm small brain. I got a P brain. It, it doesn't compute so much that well, too fast. You know, Ram is a bit slow. So here's my thing is that dipshit landlord didn't want to confirm with me when I sent him an email, asked him, so, so does that confirm that? So I, I sent him an email, sorry, I'm, I'm, I'm mixing up my story. I sent him an email saying that I'm okay with, with the, with the price increase because technically they did like some renovations, they painted some shit, you know, the guardrails. And they they took care of it, but um, I didn't confirm that I was re-signing my lease because there's a difference. But this dude, I feel was tr- was trying to trap me, and this is why you know how you know how you know how people take shit personal and I get and, and, and you gotta know something about people. Everyone has a petty side. And me with landlords, I don't know what it is, but my pettiness, bro, skyrockets. I mean, I'm gonna piss all over the house before I leave. I don't give a shit. I'm I ain't cleaning it up. You got no proof. There's a raccoon that came overnight. Huh? Took a shit. Oh, I'm not gonna shit. You know what I mean? But <laughs> I thought about it, and so and so, I'm in this dilemma because the location is 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 great. The um. I can't sleep at night. I mean, that's a minor detail uh, and it's very loud and it's very, it's, it's bright at the wrong times of the day. And I, that's just cause I don't have, I don't have blinds yet. I guess I'm anyway, that's okay. You're right. It's my problem, whatever. And, and, and there's a few things that just irritate me. Also the rent, it's too fucking high for what it is. And so I'm in this, I'm in this dilemma where it's like, where it's like, all right, I either gamble because between, between us, I have a feeling, and statistically speaking, the data is showing that Montreal is is turning into much more of a renter's market than what it used to be. And so, technically, you're going to have a lot more apartments available July 1st than you would the year before, right? Because there was an exodus, people leaving the city, trying to get a little house somewhere, you know, working from home and all that. They don't have to deal with all the bullshit from the city. I totally understand. Now I do. I'm an adult. Bro, I am so close. Of just renting a house in buttfuck nowhere, where I just I just get my internet, whatever. All right, I just I just get my internet, and 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 leave me the fuck alone. I'll get dogs. That's it. I need that's the uh, puppers. When I think of it, I just need puppies, bro. That's it. I got hookups, bro. Let's go, baby. <laughs> I don't even know. I don't know anymore. I don't know. So July 1st is rolling around. And and, and here's the trap. Okay, sorry. I didn't explain the trap yet. So you have before July 1st, before your your lease ends, legally in Quebec, all right? This is some pro-legal tips from your non-licensed professional legal person. You have between three to six months to give your answer as to whether or not you're staying at that place or you're not. So by him sending shit in January... And telling me I have a month to reply, which would mean end of February, it's a bit of a trap because he's not, he's not being fully transparent as to, you know, should I, should I agree to the, to the raise and agree to the new lease or agree to the raise, but am I still open to choosing whether or not I'd say it? You understand? It's like a little nuance. And, and the the petty part of me, and because I, I sent him an email asking him that, and I'm sorry, that's not true. I sent him an email confirming that I received the letter and that I was going to give him an answer by March 31st. And he replied that, and he started with, just to be clear. He said, just to be clear, you have a month to give me back your answer. And and when you, and this is, and if you send me an email and there's no bonjour and there's no merci and you just give me a one-liner, bro bro you can't do that to me bro we can't you can't do that to me and so yeah i got petty and i answered back and i just said just to be clear i will give you an answer within three months of my bail of my bail of my lease ending and and here we are now that happened today so I don't know what that means, I got my pettiness level gun shooter to the max, and uh, to be fair, I, 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 not, like, jokes aside though, I'm paying way too much for, for what I'm getting, so, most probably than not, if he gives me a sassy answer, I'm just gonna go tell him, hey, you know what, July 1st rolling around, figure it out, and, uh, yeah, I'm out. So if anyone here is is knows of people renting out or, or leaving their apartments on the plateau, let me know. For the love of Christ. Cause dude, I don't wanna. I was looking at places, man, in Montreal. Montreal is so I don't want to say segregated, but it's like every 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 neighborhood really has its own little thing, right? Like if you go to Ottawa, the entire city is just trash, right? If you go to Toronto, I mean. I don't even know what Toronto is, it's like, what are you, are you a Seattle, are you, what are you, are you, there's no identity in Toronto, right, he's like, who are you, t bro, <laughs> anyway, so, um, so, th- these are my dilemmas, man, and, and, and becoming, and this is the thing, right, normally at my age, at my age, lack of wisdom, you have your wife, you have your, you have your, you have your kids, you have like four, you have 14 things you have to pay per month. you got your mortgage, you got your groceries, you got your car lease, you got eh, never ends. And, uh, I don't know how people do it, bro. <laughs> Straight up. But, um, yeah, no, in terms of, in terms of just going back to what I was talking about, about like, like pressures and, and stuff, you know, that's definitely one of those things that you start realizing when you're getting older. It's like, a lot of times when, when you were younger, people used to pressure you to, to do certain things that you just hated. And, uh, I remember at one point someone told me that if you don't like something, don't do it. And in retrospect, I think it was one of the worst advices I've ever gotten because I took, I took it quite literally. And, um, you know, one of my biggest failures as a human was, you know, my whole goaltending career or lack thereof, uh, you know, I always wanted to be a goalie. I always wanted to make it far. But when uh, when it came time to, to really put in the work, to really, you know, make a difference, you know, towards myself, whether it's, you know, athletic abilities, uh, just overall fitness, all that, I, I, I never, I was never serious about it. And, um, and uh, yeah, you, you, you know, it's a life lesson. I didn't want to work out. I didn't want to do the extra work. And, uh, you know, it led to, to, to some, you know, to some shitty situations. But if there's one thing you can, you can take away from this episode, dude, seriously, just get a plan. You know, get a goal. Work on it. Seriously, work on it. Take some time off. Literally take your planner and write down this day at this hour, I'm just thinking about me. About a business, about the future, about a class, about a skill, about anything. Just one hour in a week. Focus solely on that. Do you need Ritalin? I know a guy. Just figure it out. Do it. Do it, and I, and I can guarantee you won't regret it, man. Another thing I'm going to do in the future, I'm going to do financial fucking advice, okay? Because that's another thing I like. But that's going to be for another episode. Ladies and gents, thank you so much. Thank you for sticking around. It's been a, a bit of an, I don't know if it's an unusual Is this a usual episode? I don't even know anymore. I think it was a bit, yeah, yeah, a so digress was proper digressions. We went all over the damn place. So thank you for sticking around. Ho- happy you got your helmet on and the roller coaster's over. Uh, but, you know, as always, dude, uh, big roses to uh, the sad anniversary of, uh, of uh, Kobe and Gigi Bryant's death. Um, dude, uh, big, big roses to... Uh, to um Man, I don't even know. <laughs> Uh, uh, dude, honestly, you just thorns Thorns to all this white bullshit that just keeps falling. Thorns to this cold weather. Thorns to every fucking level of government. Wow, COVID free episode. Fuck yeah, baby. Uh, roses to the. Tr- oh, whoa, what was that about? Oh, I was about to do. Oh, I was about to do something stupid. Roses to the Montreal Canadiens. Roses to the Baltimore Ravens. Roses to the Miami Heat. Roses to. I don't know. Tom Brady. Psych! I don't want him to get too happy. He's going to make out of the sun. Uh, And uh, big thorns to... uh, I'll throw roses to fucking the Buffalo Bills, man. Yo, shout out for a great performance. Um, No, future looks bright. Anyway, love you. Stay safe out there. Sanitize. Do your shit. And I'll see you next week. Ciao!